Five on five in five Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. A very happy Tuesday for all Bengals fans out there who celebrate. Good for y'all. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday, D-E-Y. Things that I would like to say, but I won't say. Um, so, yes, great <laughs> win was not, I hate to say this, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting not. to wake up to that news in that celebratory fashion. I, I wasn't saying that they couldn't win. I just, there was a lot against them. So I wasn't quite ready for it. I did, I will say, put out the good vibes in that I put out my kids' clothes at about 7 o'clock last night, so long before kickoff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put some good vibes in the world. We're going to set out the tiger sweatshirt and the football onesie. And hopefully they're not going to get made fun of at school tomorrow. And it worked out. <laughs> made fun of by their peers yeah, that barely speak sentences. Yeah, but, you know, that's a different conversation. Man, two-year-olds can be ruthless. They can be. Shoot. Uh, get ready. Yo, get ready. go pick up daycare one day. Ooh. They're clawing each other's eyes out over there. All right. Let's talk about the forecast. So, gross morning. Very gross morning. Um, we have rain. Chances for flurries. More for our northern communities. Road temps are good. Ground temps are warm enough that we should not see any accumulation. It's just wet roadways. But... As we know, that always causes some issues out there. So please be mindful of that. And just kind of an icky overall day. Um, you know, it's cold. It's damp. Blech. It's December. It is what it is. But we will eventually see the sun this week. I promise it exists. It's there, even though we don't get to see it. Overnight around freezing. Tomorrow, um, maybe more peaks of sunshine, which would be really nice. High in the 40s, low 40s. Um, and actually, things tend to warm up as we head through the seven day here but rain moves in for the weekend so enjoy this dry mild time while you can because you probably can't enjoy it on the weekend and i'll let somebody else be the bearer of bad news on that later this week uh, yeah you keep saying the sun's gonna come up i keep doubting you thursday i'll believe it when i see it i did see the sky yesterday i saw the blue crisp sky like the clouds parted and i was reached for it but i <laughs> a couple a couple thousand miles away you know what sometimes it's, it. it's the effort you put into sometimes it doesn't always work it's nice to be reminded anywho let the cloak of the Bengals win come and comfort you all and keep you warm as we go through the rest of this week but as we get to our headlines fletcher five on five and five that is what we are starting with yeah normally we end with sports but honestly that was such a big win in terms of the Bengals season that we're gonna start with the Bengals today uh if you are just waking up or haven't seen haven't checked uh the Bengals overtime winners in Jacksonville 34 31 um and it was basically a if you didn't like what happened last week against Pittsburgh it got fixed weren't a fan of Jake Browning's performance last week how does 32 completions for 354 yards and a rushing touchdown do for you speaking of rushing if you weren't a fan of the Bengals rushing performance against the Steelers last week well how about 156 rushing yards and and three total TDs, two from Joe Mixon, and a 61-yard performance from Chase Brown. Everyone pitching in, the highlight of the day that you're going to see over and over and over is Jamar Chase's 76-yard pitching catch. Uh, my wife actually woke me up and said, you've got to see this touchdown. I was very thankful she did because Look at it was that. pretty awesome. Um, Mine didn't even tell me they won this morning. So. <laughs> he wanted you to be surprised. No, he was asleep. That's oh, why. He was also awesome. <laughs> awesome. out cold. Um, so, yeah, and that was also a 140-something guard performance uh, from our Ch- Jamar Chase. So the vibes are good. Ground is there to be made up. 
a couple things have to fall their way as well, but if the Bengals handle their own business, they should be in pretty good shape. Who thought we would be saying that this time last week? Nobody. Not after their performance against Pittsburgh. But, you know, hats off to the Bengals. They got it fixed. Game. That's the, <clears throat> that's the way to do it. Yeah, and the game plan, it all worked out. I love that they committed to the running game. I feel like that opened up the passing game for Jake Browning. They finally allowed Jake Browning to throw the ball right. further than six yards down the field right. as well. Yes, and uh, trick plays. Let's work on those a little bit more practice. One of my, yeah, that's I'll, I'll, that I'll left a lot there. to be desired. Yeah. Um, as we go off the rails with our very first story, <laughs> I enjoyed Jake Browning's post-game news conference where he just, you know, he's like, I-, I am used to winning. And I think people do forget that about backup quarterbacks. They're not backups because they're not good. They're just backups because someone a little better is ahead of them. I mean, he set all kinds of records in California, so he is used to winning. He knows how to do it. He just had to get into the right step with everybody and also just a shout out to him because somebody said you know how do you keep it all together something that he said you know my girlfriend he's like she does she does a lot for me and also he said that they asked him what he was going to do with the game ball and he said I tend to lose things so that's where again a, a very a very supportive and loving girlfriend comes in so uh, listen smart man very very yep. very smart Jake Brownie holds several passing records out of Washington a I very think good they all program, got broke so. about Michael Penix well yeah who's <laughs> yeah. about to win the Heisman Trophy uh, that's a different. That's a different five on five. Different podcast. Five. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, next story. Yes, yeah, so let's story. move, move on, on. Uh, th- uh, to the rest of our story. Everything else news focused this morning. Uh, number two, uh, we have learned that one of the eight Americans who died in a military aircraft uh, went down off the coast of Japan last week during a training exercise. Is a native, or at least grew up in the greater Cincinnati area. Yeah, we're talking about Cody Johnson. We actually, he, uh, his family spoke to WLWT, notifying us about his death. Um, the only one who has been identified before this week, Johnson's grandmother said he moved to St. Bernard with his dad when he was in elementary school years ago, lived here before joining the military, then eventually moving into Columbus uh, in 2018. So uh, his sister saying they'd love to see their brother honored as the investigation uh, continues, but as it's got to be a very difficult time to get that phone call or well, being a military death, they probably came to the front door of the family and let them know what happened out there uh, off the coast of Japan. But as far as the crash itself, they still are searching for more service members who are missing and obviously the investigation into why this aircraft crash is ongoing as well. Our third story this morning, uh, just two days until Ohio's recreational marijuana uh, issue two passing is set to take effect. Our Todd Dykes is all over it. A little joke in our newsroom that he's been kind of our weed story man. Um, but having said that, local government governments are putting are starting to put some restrictions into place before the passage. Yes. So a reminder, in November, voters passed issue two. That is the first thing to be said, just because then you have to hear how things have been walked back in different jurisdictions, as well as on the state level. There's a lot of conversation as well. Fairfield specifically, city council voted six to one to ban the sale of recreational pot within the city, voting to put a stoppage on dispensaries entering the area until September of 2024. So um, not that the legalization of it would be illegal in Fairfield. You just couldn't buy it at dispensaries. They don't want those in the Fairfield area. Um, as a reminder, in Fairfield specifically, 57% of voters voted in favor of issue two, which would allow adults to purchase and grow cannabis at home. 
Um, Matthew Davidson was the lone council member who voted no. He said he did so because the vote sends the wrong message to voters. This is one of those local political stories where if you get a chance, please go listen to that meeting to hear what the different people had to say as they were weighing in ahead of that vote. I think it's pretty interesting to hear. Um, Again, it doesn't stop it from being in the city, but it does stop businesses from being able to sell it for now. Everyone around them can sell it. That's a whole different conversation. Now, tomorrow, Hamilton City Council also holding a meeting to discuss a similar ordinance. And then at the state level, state Republicans are also proposing issue two changes, which include a ban on public smoking, also limiting how much can be sold to one person, as well as eliminating the home grow provision. Obviously, there's a lot of discourse about this of what was the vote if they're going to walk all these different things back. Obviously, those will face legal challenges as well. But just because we are two days away from the Official legalization does not mean that it will just be kind of a free and clear situation. Uh, our fourth story this morning, uh, kind of a two for one, two high profile cases uh, returning to courtrooms later today, Stephen, getting developments on uh, cases a lot of people are wanting to know updates on. Yeah, the first one just happened a few months ago over the summer. Kasim Dixon, Ryan Brown, both accused of murdering nine-year-old Demaya Barton Pickens at a drive-by in July, a major story that we followed for days and days. Officials say Brown recruited Dixon to shoot up the home on Plainfield Road because of a drug dispute involving one of Demaya's relatives. Another man is also indicted, but he's just accused of trying to get rid of the weapon. So they're both in court. Dixon and Brown based life in prison. Our other one uh, happened a few years ago, also a major story that we followed and podcasts on, lots of follow-ups. Deshaun Brown accused of murdering his ex-girlfriend, Natisha Lattimore, and her son, Nilo. Natisha was found um, under the, uh, uh, what, was, what was the bridge? The Purple Purple People Bridge. Purple People Bridge. She was found there. Her son, Nilo, has not been found. They believe he was actually thrown into the Ohio in December of 2020. So Deshaun Brown, he is back in court today. He could face the death penalty if convicted, but uh, I believe today is a hearing or there would be setting a trial date uh, for that but we'll be watching both of those stories closely especially the Deshaun Brown one I remember Nalo's father attacked him oh, in yeah. court a few months ago we were one of the few outlets who had that on video but it's one of those stories that just breaks your heart every time we sing it, every time we bring it up and finally ending on a bit of a lighter note I don't know about the two of you but I feel like the first couple days of December I've been lacking a little bit of Christmas spirit well the fine folks in Florence might have the solution for you if if you're in the same boat absolutely so the city of Florence hosting its annual tree lighting tonight hundreds of people are expected to attend the winter wonderland village the ornaments on the tree made by the children of Florence which is really cool so you can go see the ornament that you created and there's a train set that had previously been broken and in storage it has been repaired which is really cool that it's out there again in a children's holiday coloring contest the choir book reading much more festivities run from five to eight the tree lighting will begin at six you do not have to be a resident of florence to attend so if you're just looking for things to wear those children out there you go right love Love them Florence is the place to go for lights as well. I went to Deck the Alls last year. It was pretty. My wife wasn't a huge fan, but I thought it was pretty spectacular. So. The stadium's all lit up. I drove by it uh, yeah. on Sunday evening. It was very nice. So get into the Christmas spirit, Fletcher. I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. Get to it. We know time's running out. Time's running out. All right. We're back tomorrow.